when I talk about faith, for me, I am kind of referring to my Wiccan, pagan, whatever you want to call it, spiritual journey. But really what I find it boils down to is faith. Faith is the same no matter what religious spin you put on it. Um, what I want to talk about today is how I came to that realisation. Although it's a realisation I've kind of been having over and over again my whole life. But just the other day when I was doing a full moon ritual uh, and speaking to the universe and thanking it for everything, I suddenly had this realisation that prayer and ritual and this idea that I'm talking to my God, but my God is the same God as everyone else's, and yet also exactly what I perceive it to be, it kind of hit me as this realisation that that's what faith is, that's what has bound humanity at its core for I can't even, countless years. Um, this idea that we need faith in order to heal has been misconstrued and and taken out of context and used for self-serving means for, for centuries longer. Um, I think really what it comes down to is humans are naturally egocentric and so we find these things which are beautiful and we want to share them with people i i completely understand why a jehovah's witness would go door to door knocking to say hey i found something and it works because that's what i'm doing but because we put our own ego into it because humans are power hungry and there's always going to be someone in whatever generation that a new faith is being created that that starts to use it to manipulate or use it for their own means that religion has got such a bad rap over the years but really when you boil it down all the things that I've been learning all of the epiphanies I've been having Every single thing that I have come to realise that's helped me, they're all things I knew from religion. I mean, it's crazy because I always had this sort of inkling that at the end of the day, all religion is the same. It just has a different patina, <laughs> let's say, you know, it, one of them has one kind of ritual, one has a different kind of service, one has, you know. But at the end of the day, all it really is, is your connection with the universe, with God, whatever you want to call God, the creator, the all that is. I, I call it my love. Um, because, well, God is love. I mean, it's one of those things, it keeps circling back. I can't get away from religion if I want to be spiritual. Every single time I think I've come up with something new, I realise, no, I heard that in a parable. 
I heard that in the teachings of Islam. I heard that in Buddhism. And so on and so forth. And, you know, when I was a child, I didn't think you could have multiple religions. And it was only when I read Life of Pi that I realized, oh, there's actually no rules around this. And then a group of friends came up to me. Well, a group... Yeah, a group of girls came up to me at school one day and told me that they were all witches and that they initiated me into their coven and we, well, I started learning about Wicca and realised that it is the, the practice of picking and choosing your own path in life, your own spiritual path, and practicing it in whichever way you see fit and honestly that fit me better than any organized religion ever has and it's not to say that i'm not organized like <laughs> i organize my life around the moon cycle around the wheel of the year i celebrate more festivals than any of the religions combined i literally have two like rituals a month minimum Three, if there's uh, a wheel of the year, you know, calendar celebration happening as well. Um, and it's amazing to realise how that's not only given my life a structure and meaning and given me a sort of time. I mean, the way I do it, and this will be different for every single practising witch, but... Um, I use the moon cycles as a way of clearing out not just my mental energy but also my physical space. So every moon cycle, like you know, every full moon and new moon, I clean my room, I have a bath, and I have a I give myself a few hours or one hour, two hours, it doesn't matter how long. Um, really the only important thing is that I do it, that I mark that time and that I give myself the space to meditate. And that can take so many different forms. I mean, I pretty much always do a tarot reading just because I have an app that I like to keep, you know, all the boxes ticked. Um, and that gives me sort of something to ponder on every... I mean, that app actually does every phase of the moon, so, you know, there's like eight different times that I have to check in with it over the month, every month. I mean, I don't do all of them every time, but I try and at least get the main ones. Um, but yeah, the, the tarot helps me to see what I might not have seen on my own. And then meditation... And I can do that in a number of different ways, but my favourite is literally just to sit there, maybe in the bath with some candles and things, or maybe on my balcony, just looking out the window. And I do these things called gratitude ceremonies, which are as simple as sitting on the floor and saying thank you to the universe for every different thing I can possibly think of. Anything that comes to mind, it doesn't matter, it all kind of just flows naturally. I usually start with, oh my love, or oh my god, oh my goddess, uh, or my universe, all that is, you know, I sometimes I list off every single name I can think of. Um, 
And then I just go, thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the lessons. And then I go into a sort of a list, basically, of, you know, thank you for the friends that I have around me. Thank you for the, like, giving me the opportunity to live where I live. And also, it's important, and I, I don't always do it right, but it is important to remove your ego and a sense of ownership over the things. Like, thank the universe for the opportunity. Don't say thank you for my house, because it might not always be your house. Um, say thank you for giving me the opportunity to have a balcony, for example. Thank you for... I mean, it can be anything, down to the smallest things. Um... You know, I thanked, I mean, okay, this isn't even a small thing, but when I was running the bath, I was thanking the universe for having running warm water, um, for having reasonable water bills, <laughs> for having um, clean water to drink and to bathe in. Uh, and that's just one example of of how faith has really helped me heal, because... I don't think many people give themselves the time to slow down enough to just sit with God, the universe, what you, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I might call it God or the universe from now on to <laughs> to speed things up a little. But um, to sit with themselves on their own and just remember what they're thankful for. Because there's a lot. No, there's a lot to be thankful for and yeah you might not have the best life or the best life that you want you know <laughs> that's something you can aspire to though um I mean the other side of these gratitude ceremonies I have kind of three sides to it one is just thanking 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 loving 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 the other is apologizing because I know I've done some things wrong and I take time to to kind of heal from that by admitting to it. Like, I'm sorry I wasn't always the best friend. I'm sorry I wasn't always uh, kind to everyone I met. You know, whatever it is. And then I take time to to manifest. So basically, I will become better at this, better at that. I will... Uh, I. I welcome abundance into my life. I welcome stability into my life. Whatever it is, uh, I take the time. And it, there is no plan. I literally just go into it. Like, I'm going to do this ceremony and <laughs> come out of it just feeling like, wow, I, I really feel better. I feel like something's shifted. And the most amazing thing is when I go into these, um, usually I'm in a bad mood. And every single time I find there's a point in the ceremony that I just start vibrating. Like, I can't, I don't know what else to call it. It's like my chakras have aligned. There's some buzzing inside my body that just makes me feel kind of lightheaded and fuzzy. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, but then after that I just feel so much better. My energy is restored. I have never in my life felt as alive 
or as uh, energized as I have after a gratitude ceremony. Like, I'm tired pretty much 24-7, but after I do these ceremonies, there's something inside me that just goes, hey, we can do this, we can boss life. Like, literally, a few days ago, I did a, I did a full moon ceremony. And then the next day I woke up after, I will say, like a month-long slump of barely being able to get out of bed. I woke up and I cleaned top to bottom, literally taking everything off the shelves, cleaning everything and the shelf and putting it back. My entire bedroom, deep cleaned, like hoovered and like carpet brushed the carpet in like three rooms. And, uh, like, did even even to the point of, like, moving my bed and my bedside table out of the way to get all the dust underneath it. Uh, repotted all my plants. And even today, like, days later, I've had the energy to paint a chair, which I needed to paint, and um, do a bunch of other creative things, and even make this podcast. Um, it's like I've been given back a part of myself I didn't even know was missing. And that's why I've realised my my faith is so important. Just to keep me going. <laughs> like, there are times when I forget to do it, or maybe I'm just so tired, I've just done so much, that I don't do the ceremony, I just, just do the tarot and journaling, and I just light an incense stick and call it a night. You know, maybe I clean, like, so cleaning is a, a big part of it. I always have to clean the tub before I take a bath. And then, you know, I always take a bath with just pure salt, um, Epsom salts, because I think it's like the most purifying thing I could bathe in. Um, and I always say, let this water clean and purify me. Let this salt cleanse and purify me. Um but yeah, anyway, I'm getting off track. Sometimes I'm too tired to do anything but a superficial ceremony. And that's fine because at least I'm still doing it. But the thing that really gets me to have that motivation, to to feel restored and rejuvenated and like, I'm ready, I'm back, I'm back to myself. Like, I even wanted to go for a run yesterday, and I don't run. I mean, I ended up just going for a walk, you know, but maybe one day I'll run. Um, yeah, it's always this kind of, I guess it's an act of prayer. And it makes me just think, wow, I get it. I get why people go crazy for religion. I get why there's communities surrounding it. I get why there's such a... Like, I get it. I, I don't I don't stand by some of the things that religious practices have forced into being because I think, well, honestly, a lot of that stuff is just humans putting their agendas on what is, at its core, a very noble and, and graceful thing. Um, for example, like, <laughs> like, well, anyway, I'm not going to go into anything, but you all know, <laughs> um, 
the things that religion has been known to incite in people, but I think it's time we stripped it back of all that power that it gives to individuals as, you know, I think that's why I like practicing solitary witchcraft, because there's no one else that I'm following. I mean, I'm following like a cycle that has been followed for God knows how long, but um, I'm the one who gets to set my rituals. I'm the one who gets to choose my routines. I'm the one who gets to say whether I'm doing something right or not. And there is no shame allowed in my in my practice, you know? And sometimes I feel ashamed, you know? If I do anything where I'm like, oh no, is spirit watching me? I'm naked right now. <laughs> I'll suddenly be like, well, spirit made me this way, you know? This is the most natural, purest form of me that I could be. And I should take pride and, and enjoy that I'm by myself after all. And this practice is entirely for me. And that in itself is healing. Like realizing that you get to live your life for yourself is healing. And so as much as I, well, I love, uh, there's one festival I go to every year if I can, um, which really is rooted in this whole spiritual practice thing and that's almost that's where a lot of my drive to do it in my everyday life came from because I went to that festival and I was like wow I've never felt energy like this before my like addictions disappeared I was feeling vibrant and joyous and you know as soon as I came home I was like oh god why do I feel like I'm back in my slump like what happened where is all that energy gone so I started to alter my life to fit more in the the realm of that festival, but completely on my own schedule, completely in my own way, completely suited to my way of living. It's just, I had to alter my entire way of living to make it my own. I was living on other people's like ideas of what a good life was for ages, especially my partner's. You know, I I was eating what they thought we should eat. I was shopping the way they thought we should shop. I was sleeping when they wanted to sleep. Now I am completely in control and I have never been happier. And I've also never been healthier. Um, a big thing is that I completely, like now I'm completely in control of my diet. I do not eat sugar anymore. I am, I've completely like reduced my intake of meat, although I still eat it, but I think I kind of need it in my diet to uh, to not completely crash. But um, there's just so many things where I've taken control back of my life and realised how much happier I am to have that control. A religion or a faith or a spirituality shouldn't control your life. But it should help you take control of your life. It should help you realise what you need to be stronger, to be happier, to be healthier and let you implement that into your routine. Help you even create your routine if you're not good at routines, you know. Um, and also, I think when you're in control, 
you're also able to be more um you're able to have more self-control I mean (laughs) that seems silly now I say it but I don't bend to my addictions in the same way as I used to I used to drink every single day I managed to get off that for a while Uh, I started drinking again but now it's not an addiction I drank last weekend because I was at a party and I haven't drunk all week and I only realized today because I was like "Hmm, I could I could go for a whiskey right about now but I'm not going to I'm gonna leave it a few days and then I was like wait it's been a week (laughs) it's Friday I could have one if I wanted to still not going to because I've got nowhere to be and no one to have it with but you know it's it's that self-control which I honestly attribute to putting my entire being into a healthier state of mind that means that I can have that control and that I can go crazy one day like and and drink a load and and still not be sucked back into my old life and the old habits and the the routine that was honestly just perpetuated because I was around people who helped me perpetuate it because they all wanted to go out every day and because it just didn't seem right to have a juice when they were all drinking alcohol um and you know there's so many more examples I could give of that I think one thing that's really like stunned me is this feeling of connecting to every ancestor that I have everyone around the world and realizing that religion really has helped me to get through my own dark times in the way that I'm sure it helped them when times in general were much darker when things were more uncertain when death rates were higher when we didn't have the modern medicine we have today or whatever it was god our ancestors have been through a lot you know we're living in the cushiest time you can possibly live in yeah it's not the good old days but look it's the good new days and i'm so grateful for that but i also notice there is this pandemic of um like people say the biggest global pandemic right now is the mental health crisis and that's honestly probably because we've lost this sense of faith and I don't want to say that in a way where it's like yeah we should all be religious and we should all follow it you know but I'm talking about faith on a level where you can have something to believe in that keeps you going no matter how rough it gets So that when you're questioning why you're even here, there's something inside you saying, no, no, you are, you are loved, you are here because the universe wants you to be here and your path is set, you know, like the universe has this perfect plan that we're all a part of and none of us are privy to, but no matter what happens in life, it happened for a reason because it's setting us up on this path. I mean, look, there's so much sad stuff that happens in life. Like, 
we are going to be hit over and over and over again by all manner of things. And I don't want to make it a blasé, like, oh, it happened for a reason, you know, because I know that doesn't always help, but the faith that I have to see the good in things, to see the light at the end of the dark tunnel, to see that there's something ahead that I just can't see, but it's there, is what's carried me out of the darkest times in my life and got me to where I am now. And where I am now, you know, 90% of my life is happy. Well, not happy per se, but like content, satisfied, grateful, fulfilled, and strong. Faith gives me strength when nothing else can. And I think what we really lack in society today is that sense of strength. Is that sense of needing something to hold on to. Well, we all feel like we need something to hold on to, but like... Either we're distracted, or we're looking in the wrong places, or... I don't know. There's just nothing's hit yet. And for me it was ages before... Before I could like... Grab onto something and say, yeah, this is helping me. For a while it was psychedelics, but you know what? I I had a conversation with someone when I was at, at this spiritual festival and what she said will stick with me forever because up until that point I'd been like psychedelics are the only way to heal your mind that's literally the only way I know and yeah it's true it helped a lot and I would not be the same person I am today without them but she was like they're just a they're kind of a cheat code you have to do the work if you actually want to be happy if you actually want to be enlightened. And enlightenment is a continuous state of being, you know. You have to live in it. You can't just have one enlightened moment and then that's it forever. I mean, in a way it kind of is like for your first epiphany, you're like, oh wow, it makes sense now. But you're going to have to keep making sense of it. You're going to keep forgetting the lessons and you're going to keep remembering them. Um... Yeah, she she kind of told me that I'd basically been cheating. And at first I was sort of hurt by this, but then I was like, no, I... She seemed to know what she was talking about. She was amazing, and I want to be like her. So... I started on this path, and... God, I... I'm so glad... I'm so glad I did. Because... I have found enlightenment. I have found peace. I found a sense of myself that means that I have finally overcome a lot of the toxic, irresponsible, hurtful traits that I had that weren't serving me anymore. I'm finally free of them. And that is so empowering. It's, it's it's amazing. I never thought I was ever going to feel like this. 
think it's important to have your own mind. Like, important to choose the path that's right for you. Maybe that will be somewhat dictated by uh, your family or your friends or just your circle. Um, If you're in a community that will only allow you to be a certain religion, practice that religion in the way that you find it helpful. Because at the end of the day, every religion has these same core principles. 